Welcome to another edition of the Steamers Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 15. Everything about today was terrible. What's up, Scoob? Hey, Greed. Let me just move my mic real quick. I mean, the week started off hot. It started off hot. Yeah, go ahead. Let him know. I mean, we are not... We did not cash out on this Sunday unless you did a different variation than I did. But, what you could have. You actually could have cashed out. The picks weren't terrible, except for some of them really didn't hit. You had to take a certain amount. But, we cashed out on Thursday, 1400 your boy. It was the Thursday, this Thursday game, and uh, last week's Monday, right? The combination of the two. Yeah. yeah the Chris Carson touchdown did it. That was a big win. But, uh... It could have been more too if the, if you had less people that took the same lineup. I know, right? yeah. Out of uh, nine thousand so, people, yeah. there were seven entries that had the same one because it was only the two game slate. Right. So you came in first, but you had to split it between the other six people. Yeah, and I was trying to make this a good like. After that, I was like, "This is gonna be a weekend. I'm gonna really have a good weekend." And I, I mean, it was good. Today just did not go. Like it, it, it was just insane today. But yesterday. New movie came out, The Joker. Yep. I saw it. Scoob? I haven't seen it yet, no. Um, I'm planning on seeing it, but I'm scared it's going to get no. spoil- There's spoiler. No, I'm not no. doing any spoiler. <laughs> I'm not doing any spoiler. But I do want to talk about it because I'm not going to lie. Like Just from a general perspective, it's got the more creepy side to it, but it's good. It's like really good. I still don't think he takes over Heath Ledger. Heath yeah. Ledger was I mean, goat. I don't know how anyone could top Heath Ledger, but was he like at least comparable? Was he? Was yeah, he it's, really it's, it's it's its own version. Like yeah. he's like the thing. The problem about this movie is if you're going with the expectations, like this is gonna be amazing. Like I can't wait to see like all the detail. Like you gotta understand the movie is basically watching someone go just mentally insane. <laughs> like it's literally what it is. Yeah. Because when you think about the Joker's persona as a character, there he's just made up to be someone that's out like a lunatic. Yeah. My question is, um, is this supposed to be a prequel to the Batman movies? Like, is it does it take place before them? To answer that, that kind of goes with the plot. So I mean, it it deals with the Batman plot. Yeah. But um, because it's in Gotham still. But like what I'm saying is. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away. No, but I mean, just saying it's a prequel doesn't really give anything away. Yeah, but I, it, when you say it's a prequel, like, it, are they good, Are you saying is it like supposed to be linked to another series? Is it supposed to have like another episode after? Oh no, that's not what I meant. No, I no, know. it's yeah. just it's just like the it's like yeah, it's like the general yeah story. True. But yeah. I don't know. Like the one thing that he did in this movie, um, Joaquin Phoenix, he he like. He just goes fucking bonkers, dude. Like, yeah. he, it's just, it's, Heath Ledger was a dialogue joker where he, like, he hit you with, like, good quotes and the way he did, like, his rants and stuff, and it's, like, really good. They kind of do it differently with this one. And it's just, like, he's still the same, like, crazy, like, doesn't give a shit persona, but. Yeah, like a whack the, job. The way it's, like, brought up, you're, like, it's just, it's, there's more of a mental thing than a, like, like getting diving into his psyche and like his behavior. Yeah, because Heath Ledger's Joker was like purely. Like, I still think he's one of the most quotable like villains and characters out there for sure. Especially yeah. like in that 
that trilogy, like him and Tom Hardy's Bane are like really good. Right. Like I quote them all the time. And I don't know. It's just. Yeah. I, I remember when I heard this movie was coming out, I was like, oh my God, I really need to see this. Definitely um, worth seeing. Go see it. A hundred percent. Um, my only thing that made it like, like I was going to pull trigger right away, but um, after watching the trailer, I was just like really confused. Like it just, I didn't really get, I mean, obviously I'm still going to see it at some point because I want to figure out like what it's about, but I thought the trailer was really weird. I don't know. I, I just didn't really see what was going on there. It's, um, I will say though, if you've seen the trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. The scene of him going down the stairs, like that, that like meme going yeah, where is by far like it's like favorite top three scene in the whole movie is when they do the whole like cut of it yeah it's incredible (laughs) it's like oh definitely it it was like i was cracking up i thought it was so funny and it's got the weird thing is it's got like a couple like it's really creepy yeah like it'll get you with some some creepy scenes but it's got some good like written in humor that like occasionally you you start laughing so what would you rate it out of ten? What's the greed score? Greed tomato. I'm I I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. Eight point five. Really high. So like, the the detail there there's just like one. I don't know about how the age of like the Joker is. It just doesn't seem right to me. Like because yeah. like you find out his whole story and kind of happens also like quickly, and it's just more of I don't think that that was the original idea for him i think it was supposed to be built up over his childhood yeah and then you see him like as an adult but i like the details the storyline how it all progresses is very good and then like the acting is just phenomenal so true jared gave it a six out of or six and a half out of ten really yeah so I it's don't know. it gets you a couple scenes like holy shit yeah I, I, th- I thought he was gonna really like it, but I mean, he said it was good. But it's just—it's not comparable to. It, yeah. I still don't—I don't put him over Heath he Ledger. He was probably—he probably just had really high expectations. Yeah. Which is like something I try not to do when I go to see movies because I don't know, you your satisfaction like kind of goes off of your expectations there. Yeah, it's just like you can't go in with the expectation that you're gonna see something really great. It's just how it's all put together, like. If you had to think of a ideal situation where someone did lose their shit, became a criminal clown, yeah, like this is the typical storyline that it would be. It it just it makes sense. That's why I give it a good rating. Yeah. But then like it, it to me it has no filter. Like it, yeah, <laughs> you don't know what to expect. So. Yeah. Last thing about this movie is I think the media needs to chill with like that shit that they were saying, like pretty much bringing up about like how there's gonna be undercover cops there and stuff because yeah like i was like the media like yeah maybe that's like a worry but like don't like freaking put that stuff out there and like freak people out like that's just unnecessary i thought that they were literally gonna have like security like at the door to the movie theater like checking you or like checking your bags and all that shit and And like it was like there's no way someone's sneaking candy in here (laughs) you're like you're at that point yeah um yeah i don't know i just I, I wasn't cool with that. I don't know. They need to relax. I mean, I don't blame them for what happened. What was it? What's it been like ten years since the Dark Knight came out? Yeah. No, I I get it, but it's just like you're kind of. I don't know. It's just bringing up unnecessary like anxiety. Yeah. Like it. it I don't know. 
Let people go watch a movie. Did say I did not sneak any candy in because I thought I was actually going to get patted down when I went. <laughs> so damn it. Not even a water bottle. No, not even a water bottle. That's how I was. I that was my expectation hearing that too. And I walked in, literally scanned my ticket, walked in. I guess so you don't have the same security around here. Spend like ten dollars on a water bottle on top of ten, twelve dollars for popcorn. It. That's a whole other discussion about. I like that. No movie well, theaters. We will. We will. Uh, should we go on a crazy rant about that shit? On prices at certain locations? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I have a rant for today, though. We're going to move um, on from the Joker, so I have a rant for today. So this week, this past week and weekend, the NBA preseason started playing games, which obviously asks the question, what the hell is the point of preseason in the NBA? Is it for the Markel full type train of watching him make one turnaround block shot? From like eight feet out. I mean, what what is the point? And then James Harden's trying all... I guess that's like what it is. It's experimental. Like, I feel like the, try new shots and stuff. I feel like stuff. if I was running a basketball team, though, like obviously you want to get game action, but... You can just you do that at practice. You want to set up your offense so. and defense, like get chemistry with your players through playing with them. I guess like... I don't know. And then, not only, like, what's the point, but let's let's go a little step further. Why the hell are they bringing these random-ass teams? Like, the like the European and the national, like, I don't get it. Yeah, bringing, like, the they players from other leagues, yeah. They, they get you, literally, I watched the highlight of Brooklyn versus this, uh, I don't even know what team. I, I, like, that's, that's what I say. I can't, I don't even feel like looking up the team, it's so irrelevant. Yeah. I don't even know why you're watching it. I just want to watch. I, I, hey, when you have time and YouTube's up, sometimes you gotta watch the Brooklyn Nets preseason highlights because you need something to watch. Yeah, I mean, I get. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. NBA is close. You want to get hyped for it. I guess tune in sometimes to preseason, but but here's the thing. You know what's gonna happen, like you know. But God, here's the thing. It was a game. The first like quarter and a half. It was like a two point, three point game. This dude, this fat ass guy, he's like six eleven. He's not going in the paint. His defense is terrible. Can't play defense. He's getting in foul trouble. But he goes like seven for seven from three. What the hell is that? What this is a uh, some like a national player. It was a Brooklyn Nets preseason game, and then second half starts, and the Nets just blow him out of the water. Yeah. And it and it's like ends up being a thirty point loss. Like. Really, it, it, are are the Brooklyn Nets feeling good about themselves right now? Maybe they are. I don't know. Um, it's not the worst thing. I mean, it's better it's than doing game. nothing. It yeah, it's better than doing nothing. But but why? I, like, I mean, my, my take is there's no point to their NBA preseason. Harden yeah. just going out there debuting his new move, just practicing because it doesn't matter. I mean, I agree with you. Um, with both the NFL too and the NBA, I don't really get preseason. I don't get why you should risk your body, like playing games that don't mean anything. Well, no, so. the NFL, at least you have to trim a roster and find out who's going to be on your roster for the season for death. Well, yeah. If you have 12 people, I think you know who's a good basketball player and who's not. Yeah. By the time you have Summer League, which are basically is a trial for the younger players, if it's an NBA veteran, you know what you're getting already. He's not going to go out and become a star, and you're going to find that in preseason. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. 
I like the preseason just needs to be shut down. I, I literally don't understand. Is it do the game? Do they even get money from it? Like, well, people go to them. Yeah. Uh, did you see that? Um, the t- did, were you the one that sent that the ticket prices for the Warriors versus Lakers no. preseason game? Like all the other, it had the list of all the other games, and it was like five dollars. And then the the ticket prices for the Warriors versus Lakers was one hundred twenty seven. Yeah, because it was AD LeBron debuting together versus Curry D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, so I mean they make money, but I guess it has to be a game where there's people that people give a shit yeah, about. Yeah, but but now like my whole thing is I'm talking about shutting down the preseason because I don't see the point. But then we're gonna listen all week and here come all these analysts. Well, AD had 17 points in the first quarter. The Lakers, are we taking them as the two seed this year? It's the fucking preseason. Yeah, I don't get basing it off that. I mean, AD did look good. All right, I mean, AD did look good, but still, it doesn't excuse the fact that preseason shouldn't be allowed. Like, just because you had a good preseason game, like, everyone everyone their freaking mother has had a good preseason game. And it's not going to equate to the real deal. He can go out and shit a brick in his first actual game what what's gonna happen then all the expectations from the preseason are out the window yeah i mean you have to be i feel like you just have to be an idiot regardless to take anything from these games that's Um, why i'm like just shut it down i'm I'm sick of like there's gonna be over analysis like people are gonna be like these two are already clicking like it's not serious it's not and the, the, the scores don't matter it's it's just seeing someone play basketball it's literally just a way to make money for a cheap like I don't, yeah. I don't see the point. And it's for the media to have something to talk about, even though it means nothing. And it's going to be terrible television for a little bit when they're talking about the preseason. Plus, like they they play games like in practice against each other. Like they could just do that instead. But yeah, like like it is just like a little bit of money that they can make, especially at those games we were talking about, like Laker Warrior games. Oh, I'm not. I'm not jumping the train yet. I'm leaving the AD LeBron Lakers at middle of the pack of the West. I don't think that they're going to be. There might be a problem in the playoffs. You don't want to go up against them, but it's still the Clippers conference. So, do not sleep on LeBron. I'm not sleeping on him. I'm just saying. You're I don't. You're sleeping on him. I. Okay, I'll sleep on him. I don't. I'm just saying. It's he's Kawhi still George. Still the goat. But that the Clippers defense gonna be insane. Harden's. Gonna well, yeah, I already it. said that the Clippers are my favorite, but I don't know about the Lakers' middle of the pack take. You got are over, you saying you got are you, over Denver? Do you got over oh Denver? wait, are you saying like because the way you worded it, you said like the middle of the pack of the West. Do you mean like of the teams that are making the play? Like you're saying like four or five seed? Yeah, probably, I'm uh, saying like likely a five. I seed. thought you were saying that they were like going to be a mediocre team. No, 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 no. Like middle, like they'll make the playoffs, obviously, but I'm like as the five seed or yeah. six. Yeah, I could see that too. Because um, I don't, I'm not taking them over the Nuggets. But the they Clippers, can beat anyone in the playoffs. Rockets, Warriors. The Rockets are gonna have a crazy good regular season, but I don't know. I just, I don't know what it's gonna be in the playoffs. The final take is: there's no point of the preseason. Get it out. Get rid of it. Do something with it. No one likes it. I hate it. They do have the couple people that go to the games, but they're idiots. All right, we did have some NFL action we wanted to get into. And it's going to be my favorite segment. It really is. What the hell is going on, Dallas? We thought, we thought 
Dak Prescott, the real deal. Zeke Elliott, we paid him. Guess what, idiots? You're not doing anything. You're about to take back-to-back -back losses. You beat the three shittiest teams in the league. You beat Eli Manning. Whoop-dee-freaking-do. They are not feeling good today. I'll just say that right now. They were on their high horse. They were talking their talk. And it feel I'm not going to lie, like, watching this game today, it felt so good. Like, because it was so predictable. Like, we predicted this. And another thing that's awesome, um, well, I guess, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Um, Dak is losing money right now. A he lot is, of money. He looked like crap. Yeah. And that, and that, the Cowboys the are looking half. really smart for holding off on paying him. Dak should have demanded money a while ago. And, like, it's awesome in one way. It's kind of bittersweet. Like, it's awesome because, yeah, like, fuck Dak. He's not getting his money. But at the same time, as an Eagles fan, I wanted them to pay him, like, $40 million a year. Well, if anything, the only takeaway I have from the Dallas is that if they get rid of Amari Cooper, I think they're done. Like, there's yeah. Nothing. Because you gave up four rushing touchdowns to Aaron Jones. Then, I, I, I mean, ser like, seriously, they didn't even have their best offensive player. They didn't have Devontae Adams. And, you, like, you're still getting yeah. smacked in your own stadium. <laughs> At one point, it was, like, 31 to three or something. I don't know. Like, it, it, like I only imagine what happens if Dallas didn't have Amari Cooper. Yeah, it'd be over. I mean, I mean, it already is over. Like, I don't know. And the, this, uh, as we're recording, this game's not over yet. Like, who knows? Aaron Jones might get another touchdown. Um, but it's crazy because, like, everyone's wanted the shit on the Eagles' defense, and then there's Cowboy fans saying that they're happy with their de how their defense played against the Saints last week. They the like the Packers couldn't run the ball against us at all against the Eagles, and they're putting on a fucking clinic against the Cowboys. Yeah. So people were like, the takeaway from last week was kind of like, well, we lost, but like that was a really good Saints team, and our Cowboys defense looked amazing. So I'm happy. Like I, I'm obviously not happy that we lost, but like at least our our defense played well. Well, I mean, now it's now it's looking a lot different. Let's let's be fair here. Okay, our defense did not play well that first half last week. We had the Jets this week with Luke Falk. Our run defense is elite, no I'm, doubt. That's all I'm talking about. But our pass defense is still a problem. And I do worry when we do go up against Dallas, if they do have Amari, Amari might torch us again. Yeah, I, I mean, my point there was just that they can't stop Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones couldn't get, like, a single yard against the Eagles defense. And I'm... I think we got to ask right now, is Zeke the same player? He does look worse, for sure. Between him and Gurley, it's kind of just weird because you know we're used to them dominating. I I'm sick. Is it the crop top when he when he has his jersey rolled up? What the hell is it? What, you haven't ever noticed that? I noticed it, uh, but why does he do it? Because he's a fucking clown. I don't know. So, but he's just like a weird person. He looks fatter every yeah. time he does it. I don't know. And he's got not one, but two nose rings. And it's just like... Um, can someone tell me what's going on with Zeke? I mean, his hair's longer than ever. He's fatter than ever. He's slower than ever. But he's got the most money as a running back. Yeah. It's awesome because he's the type of personality. It's like now that he got his money, I don't know if he's still going to have the same motivation to go out there and dominate. Like, so. he, he didn't... He wasn't looking bad early in this game, but, like... I'm. I don't know. 
like people took him right next to McCaffrey and Kamara and Saquon. McCaffrey, by the way, real quick, was looking like the like in hindsight, like easily the number one pick. Yeah, he is. He might so, win another championship. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> Zeke. People put him in that conversation. I don't, has he scored over 20 fantasy points yet? I don't think so. And they had the three worst. And teams. I'm pretty sure I brought this stat in, in another podcast, but. Um, he's not forcing any broken tackles or forcing any missed tackles. Like he's not being elusive. He's not breaking out of tackles. Like he's just much different this year. So that's definitely a problem for them. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, basically, what's going to come down to in the Philly game is is Dak Prescott going to earn that forty million by burning our secondary? Because I don't know how the way we're playing against them, or the run at least the run against. These other running backs, like obviously we went up went up against the Jets with Luke Falk, so you can't really count Bell's on because if he actually had a passer, he probably would have had more yeah. a better game. But he didn't even have a terrible game. Aaron Jones didn't do shit. Uh, Devontae Freeman didn't do shit. Yeah. So Our raw I, defense is definitely really good. So um. what I, what I'm saying is, we're. I I think we have a lot a way more momentum than Dallas. I think Dallas is on the decline a lot. They're going to fall out of the top 10 of the power rankings. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be tied with them now, and it's awesome because they were up two games, like three games into the season, and they're they're just talking all this shit. And There's the Eagles a, easily could have been 3-0, and there are, people are reacting to that. Yeah, and it's like, think about these two teams that beat them. I mean, New Orleans with Teddy. I mean, Teddy, yeah. he's going to need a third glove for his third win, and... I mean, you're at home against Green Bay. I mean, yeah. Come on. So the Eagles beat the Packers at the Packers, where it's a really hard place to play. Aaron Rodgers plays amazing there. He has a great record at home, and they had Devontae Adams. But he got hurt in the middle of the game. Yeah. Well, still, they they had him nonetheless. And then the Cowboys get to play them at home in Dallas without Devontae Adams. He gets smacked. So. I don't know. Uh, I'm really interested to see these power rankings to see if anyone wants to try to say that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. They're not. Because I, I, even when we were 1-2, and two, I was like, the Cowboys are not better than us. I can't wait for everyone to see it. And it happened. And also, this is interesting. Next week, the Cowboys play at the Jets. So, what do you... It's just It's going to be interesting to see... What happens there? Um, like honestly, the Jets might give them a game. So I don't know. We gotta see what's gonna happen. Um, it would just be funny to see like the Jets win at home against the Cowboys. Uh, but I mean, obviously, I don't think it's gonna happen. Maybe is Darnold gonna be back next week? He better know. be. It would just be so funny if. The Cowboys go there and lay another stinker against the Jets after we just smack them. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I assume the Cowboys are going to win that game, um, and then hopefully the Eagles still win, and it'll be four and two going into our matchup each. Yeah, real test against the Vikings with Dalvin on the road. Yeah, I don't know. Kirk looked good today. You like that? Oh my God, Green, <laughs> dude. It, it's because he played a bad team. That's, he can only play well against teams like that. 
Um, and then the other game we want to talk about real quick, right? The Texans. Do we want to? Another, what the hell is going on here with the Falcons? I mean, the Texans spanked the Falcons. It's not that, like, I. this is my expected outcome. A shootout where the Texans win, but 85 points are scored in this game, and Julio and Hopkins don't have a touchdown. What the hell is going on in the NFL? Yeah, and those were two of your takes, too, for FanDuel. Yeah, that, that I said hurts. all the big cats. I said all of them. Deshaun Watson with five touchdown passes. Did how many did Fuller end up having? Three yeah, three or three touchdowns over two hundred yards. Two of them were like to Fells. Twelve catches. Fells looked pretty good. That tight end. The one catch where he held the ball. Yeah, the guy was just trying to swat. <laughs> he was, it was trying to awesome. swat it out yeah. of his hands. That shit was awesome. Um, but that was a crazy game. And, uh, and that's and that's my other problem is that the Texans. This is a game they needed. It was it was the Watson. Obviously, he's going to have a shootout. I think this game was kind of a testament of how bad the Falcons are too, because and I was just I mean both of us were kind of dead wrong yeah. about the Falcons because we had them going ten and six. So that's definitely not happening. And the Texans just lost to the Panthers last week and then get just blown out. So yeah, the the Falcons are done. Yeah. I mean they lost they lost Keanu Neal, which was a huge loss, and then they're. Matt Ryan, I, I cannot deal with the Matt Ryan anymore. I mean, did you see the QB sneak touchdown he had? Yeah, where he it was originally ruled fumble, right? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 they ruled it. I think they ruled it a touchdown, but then they were like, like they were like, did they really think that this was a fumble? I think they just let it play because of the new yeah. shit. But this might be the first QB in history where I saw him purposely try to protect the ball. And he still lost it. He took both hands. He wrapped it. I I mean, it was like no one was going to take this ball from him. He didn't even try to extend it. He kept it on his chest, and he still fumbled it. How bad can you be at holding on to a football that you literally put your life on the line to hold Yeah, it? I mean, <laughs> Matt Ryan's just so weird. He's just a weird dude. Like, it actually blows my mind. Like, Matt Ryan won an MVP. That's a fact. Like, that actually happened. That still blows my mind. Like, he's in this. I, I don't, like, I still think he's, like, he just doesn't, a step above Andy Dalton. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, People have made this point before. Outside of that one MVP season, his stats are extremely similar to Andy Dalton, if you just take out that season. Andy Dalton. It's nuts. The red rifle can go, damn it, get me a new rifle. <laughs> Shit. Also, he just doesn't feel like a quarterback that fits in today's NFL. Maybe like if he played a decade ago. It's like that's the problem, though, like or like, two you're decades ago. Debated on if you can even fit in the NFL now because the QBs are all getting mobile yeah. and making plays off. And they can feet. move around the pocket. He's kind of like Eli, where if the pocket breaks down, he takes sacks he a lot so or throws it away. Yeah, just not that dynamic in this league anymore. But yeah. Man. I mean, and the one thing I'm pissed about the NFL, like as if they couldn't keep pissing me off more, is that they have the Texans and the Chiefs playing next week. It's Watson versus Mahomes. Why is this not a primetime game? Oh, yeah. That's something else I want to talk about. Why is this yeah. a 1 o'clock game? Why? So why do they have the – yeah, the Chiefs are playing the Colts tonight in primetime, which isn't – I mean, it, it's cool it to watch the Chiefs. It was but supposed like, to be like the – It would have, yeah. It was Mahomes. supposed to be, It yeah. would have been a great – But they could still, still flex it or something. Like, I would have rather had the Packers-Cowboys or like – I don't know. 
And then another thing is they only had two games on at 4 o'clock, which is just like, it's just not enough. They had five What's last the week. Red Zone? Red Zone should have taken yeah. them the four, the four Red Zone, day off. Red Zone should be taking them to court or something because uh, there's definitely not a lot of people that would stay to watch for the 4 o'clock games. And the thing is, they rely on going to games like in between for like content because they said no commercials. Yeah. But then imagine, like, well, shit, both games are in commercial. How many times do you think that happened? Yeah, they should. I actually did end up watching a little bit of it during the 4 o'clock games, and they would just keep showing highlights of last game. Like, it, like it happened so often. Got, are you just going to show the whole recap? Yeah. They just they were just doing so much of that stuff, and it's like, we already know what happened. Like, I don't know. It was bad television. I would be mad if I was Red Zone yeah. at the NFL. Um. All right. Do we want to get into a recap, recap of our – blackout? Um, you want to do yours first? I'll go first. All right. You already touched on it a little bit. So yeah. I mean, you could have cashed out if you took some of these because most of, like, if I, when I give like four, like I'm going to say like one of them hit, but the one that hit was the one you needed. So my QB, my, I said Watson, I said Wentz, Jameis Brady. If you took Watson, you're in. And the no one was Kirk, and he had over 20, so that wasn't even that bad. The no one pick, yeah, no, that was good. I agree. Because he was the, cheap. He was, like, less than 7,000, right? And you need to go cheap at somewhere to get McCaffrey. And Yeah. But if you took Watson, you were you were golden today. RBs, I mean, I, I, I said I liked all the top guys. Most of them, actually, they all had pretty good days. McCaffrey, obviously, you needed. But then, I mean, I said DJ Fournette, Sony was a, was a wrist tag, but he had a good game. DJ, I mean, seriously, he was that t- that stupid Edmonds touchdown away from a, uh, a huge yeah. game. And then, I mean, talk about the biggest letdown of young coaches ever in Kingsbury and Taylor, where they can't figure out a one red zone play with all their trivia bullshit on offense. And you're just seeing that, they can't even figure out how way to get in the end zone. They're not. They're not giving it to DJ enough. You got Andy Dalton missing Eifert on an easy touchdown. Like, like figure out your offenses. Like, aren't you supposed to be offensive coaches? Like, how am I watching two field goal teams? Basically, that was a field goal game yeah. with two of the younger offensive minded coaches with two of the worst defenses. Yeah, you would think that it was gonna be a shootout. Yeah. That was, I don't know. It's a rough scene for the new coaches. You're definitely on with something there. They're playing, like, it's not good. So wide receivers, I said all the big dogs, like I said. I might have said cats earlier. I don't know. Fucking animals. You saw how many points Fuller had. I expected uh, Hopkins to get a little bit of that. I don't think anyone, like, if you said that there was going to be, like, over 40 points to Texans receivers, it was going to be mostly Hopkins or... A good so Hopkins was gonna have a good amount of that. He had I think ended with twelve or thirteen touchdown away from twenty. I mean, Fuller had two hundred yards, twelve like it was a good matchup. He just didn't get the throw. Yeah, Julio, Matt Ryan, that's your problem. Michael Thomas, I really loved his price. He had a monster game. Tampa Bay's pass defense is terrible. Evans with you gotta take uh, Godwin with. Diggs, I actually faded. Um, after all this shit that went down in the middle of the week, him not practicing, getting fined, I moved all of it to Thielen. I, I paid up for Thielen. That was a good play. 
I mean, it, it, I knew that one of the receivers was going to go off. I thought it was going to be Diggs because of the deep ball. I think all that sideline, all that that shit this week kind of threw it off. Fitz, I mean, not terrible. Then my no ones didn't hit in Deontay or Golden Tate. How many did Golden Tate end up having? He had three points. Yeah, I they, was thinking about taking him too because okay, he was team, so cheap. Another team, they need two yards, and they're making Daniel Jones drop back. The routes are terrible, not in sync. I mean, the play calling was terrible. It, that was just bad by the Giants. Tight ends, Ertz got his, finally got his touchdown. Hooper was okay. Waller, eh. Well, Howard Ertz, sucked. Ertz was a guy in the Millie lineup that won, yeah. so that was a good take. Tight ends, I mean, it, none of the cheap ones hit. I'm... Eifert was that catch away from literally hitting. I mean, it was just it, Andy Dalton sucks. And then the the defenses. I mean, Patsy wasn't bad. You needed the Eagles. The Eagles got that pick six. The Eagles D was yeah. And the fumble recovery they had touchdown. Two touchdowns. So I mean, you could have you could have made a lineup with what I said, and it would have hit. It's just not majority of it didn't hit. <laughs> Damn it. Um, well. I actually did worse than you, at least so far. Um, two of the three picks that I picked have already not hit. Um, I want to talk about the Ravens because what the fuck was that? What the hell is going on with that team? I mean, they won. They're so hard to figure out. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm mad because that was Lockie Lockerson, and it was minus three and a half. And they get up to seventeen to seven, and they're playing against Mason Rudolph, who holy crap, he took a shot. He today. died on the field. So then they're going up against Hodges. I don't even know who that is. Hodges. Who the hell is that? And you're telling me that you couldn't win? That we you gave up a touchdown to Hodges? Hodges. And they just <laughs> they <laughs> went they went right down the field so easily. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? And then the Juju touchdown, too, that he got, where he just, the, he the guy, the guy, it was, he didn't even try to tackle him. He just tried to punch it out. Yeah. Like you got to gotta tackle him. Yo, though. I'm starting to think the NFL is not a tackling anymore. anymore. It's just a they boxing match. Ball. They just yeah. they just punch it's each other. It's all ball, yeah. But still, I mean, that's a, because, I mean, with that all that Steelers offense, you tackle them there. I know they're inside the ten, but that's no guarantee they score. And then you're just gonna try to punch it out. I mean, fuck you, Hadouken. So Ravens didn't hit. I honestly thought that was a good pick, and we just got unlucky because the Lamar Jackson threw three picks. He looked like shit. Um. And the Ravens' defense still isn't playing well. I thought they were going to completely shut out the Steelers. So, fuck. All right. And then we got the Chargers losing straight up to the Broncos when I took them minus six and a half. Um, I actually didn't realize how many injuries they had, so that's my bad. Not, I thought more people would play. I thought Melvin would get his touchdown. Melvin, they're not using him well enough. They, they couldn't run well enough in this game. Phil Rivers looked really bad. And there was a lot of people saying that he was like a sleeper, like might be QB number one this week. And Ke- what, I mean, Keenan what, Allen. What are they on? Who I the mean, hell said that? Uh, 
Uh, I mean, I I can't think of the people off the top of my head, but they were I I've read that on. Oh, you know who it was? It was one of those guys. One of them for sure was the guy on Incarcerated Bob. Incarcerated Bob. You know that guy? Well, he needs to be incarcerated with Bob because so, what the hell was that? Yeah, that guy. Um, he's all right. Whatever. But, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, they lost. Phil Rivers looked really inconsistent. Keenan Allen couldn't. I mean, he was getting open, but like Phil's missing passes. Um, Mike Williams had a pretty good game, I guess. But then Eckler, Melvin couldn't do shit. Eckler fumbled through the end zone. Another fumble yeah. in the red, like yeah. on the one yard line. Figure, dude. They had left a lot of points out there too. Like they had a couple times where they could have easily scored and they didn't, and it, it really eight and eight, cost eight them. and eight. They're gonna be eight and eight. Yeah, um, it's starting to look more like that. Um, I was thinking that this was going to be a turnaround week. I actually thought they were going to murder the Broncos. Um, so, yeah. And then my last pick is Colts plus 11. So, I'm really holding out on not completely whiffing for the whole week. Um, but I'm not – I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I feel too confident about it. I was real cold today. So Do you want to redeem yourself on the Monday night game? You got anything? Um, Take the first half under. Take Odell. There you go. Oh, you're talking about the Monday Night game? Yeah, he's always been a uh, primetime star. So, uh, I don't have anything for the Monday Night game yet. But I, I did really well on that Steelers game last week. I had like four bets in, and they all hit. Okay. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you think of Monday Night Football? I want to go over the actual game. This is a big game because these are uh, two teams that are fighting for their division right now. Um, It's kind of hard to say. The Browns had a really good win last week. But I think that was kind of more of a, not actually not more, but it, a part of it was uh, the Ravens kind of unraveling and showing who they really are. Um, their defense really isn't that great. Yeah, so, no, that's my shock too because yeah. I said that that secondary was going to be a problem, yeah. and they're not. They're giving up a lot of big plays. They just lost Tony Jefferson too for the season. That's huge. Yeah, and. But looking at this game, I mean, I think that I, I'm taking the Browns all the way in this one. I think, that, like I said, I, I hate that the fact that the 49ers coming off a bye, going 3-0. I think when you're undefeated and you're on a win streak, you want to keep rolling with it team yeah, week to week. Yeah, early bye might throw them off a little bit. I also think that the Browns are now – they've won two in a row, right? Or no? The Browns have, yeah. 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 So, riding with the Browns, I like the idea that they're going to come out and just now they're, now they're starting to click. Nick Chubb's starting to go off. You got, I think Odell's prime for a big game. And Baker's starting to find his rhythm a little more. Defense is starting to make plays. 49ers are sloppy on offense. They had one sloppy game. I mean, Jimmy G's good. I like, don't get me wrong, but they're still. They are, they're what does la- it tell you that they still won that game with all those turnovers? Uh, that That's why I picked the Steelers not to go to win that division. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm with you. I think the Browns' defense will play really well. Um, I at this moment, I don't really have like I want to make a take, but I don't feel too great about any of it. Um, I could see Odell having a big game, kind of just burning. Um, Richard Sherman because he's older now. Odell prime time. I always it's like a yeah. He likes like to, to play do. well. Yeah, in the bright lights. So, but. Still have Baker, who I don't know. Is he? We don't really know what he is in prime. He's got to stop yet. turning the ball over, and I think that's his only thing. He's got to stop doing. I think he's playing fine. I think he just needs to keep the ball with the team, and I think they need to work more 
more with Nick Chubb, honestly, or shorter passes to well, yeah, if they Odell got, or Landry. If they get Nick Chubb rolling really well and they got the run game going, that takes the pressure off Baker. They'll, they'll probably win. Um, but, I mean, you know the 49ers, are, that's been their game plan. Like, after that game, they're going to want to shut down Chubb and make Baker beat them. Yeah. So, and, I mean, I like Kyle Shanahan. He's a good coach. He, I can QB see whisper. him out. I can see him out coaching Kitchens in this game. Um, if it's I actually had, a good Monday night game. It's a good I, game. I actually yeah. really want to watch this game. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, I think I'm going to take the Browns. They aren't favored though. I think it's like minus three and a half for the 49ers. Taking the Browns. Yeah. I would actually just take them outright, honestly. Um. Or you could just hammer the spread and buy yourself a field goal. So, yeah, I don't know. See what happens. It'll be a good game. But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. You know what to do. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at SteamersPod. All right, guys, this has been Steamers Season 1, Episode 15. We'll see you tomorrow.